You're listening to Knowing Faith, a podcast of Training the Church. This is Kyle Worley, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Jen Wilkin and JT English. And we are also joined by the host of our sister shows, Adam Griffin, Chelsea Griffin, and Cassie Bryant of Family Discipleship Podcast, Elizabeth Woodson of Starting Place with Elizabeth Woodson, and Rebecca McLaughlin of Confronting Christianity. And we have on here, Engineer Brad. Engineer Brad, the, 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 the wizard from behind the veil, has finally emerged into the public eye. Yeah, this is true. Um, here he is in all of his glory. Hey, everyone. How's it going? How's everybody doing? Great. Glad to be here. Hey, Kyle. What's up? What's up Kyle? I feel like, do you want me to talk about what I've had to eat today? No, but I, I have heard that's a recurring theme for the Family Discipleship Podcast, that we get a, a kind of a daily uh, menu itinerary of I'm your life, I'm working on a new, a new thing. It's our most popular segment. Well, Cassie and I run into each other regularly at a world-class bakery that just got established in Richardson. And I don't know if it's shameful how often we see each other at this bakery or if it's like a, a good <laughs> gift that God has given us that we now have a very uh, local uh, intersection point. But we see each other almost twice a month, I would say, at that bakery yeah. at this point. I mean, we're yeah. there every Saturday, but we yeah, might just not are. see you guys whenever we go after soccer and we do some homework and... Get some pastries. Yeah, well, who doesn't so love that? Who doesn't love that? Now, okay, let's talk uh, first about this. This is this is what everyone wants to know. This is what everyone's dying to hear about. Uh, Rebecca, uh, were you eating a salad before we jumped on here, or were you eating something else? I was eating a not salad. In fact, I hardly ever eat a lunch with zero vegetables. I'm like a vegetables on every plate kind of gal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just ate. Zero vegetables. Wait, you had French fries though, didn't you? <laughs> I did. And then I had like very um, battered, is that the word you use in America? Uh, shrimp. We call them prawns. Battered prawns. I'm, I'm holding a Whoa. prawn tail for the world to see here. I'm going to translate that. That's yeah. fried shrimp. Okay, now I know. Would it be chicken fried, fried shrimp? Fried because shrimp. it took me years to realize that oh. when my mother in law from Oklahoma says chicken fried steak, what uh-huh. she means is steak that is fried as if it were a chicken. No uh-huh. chickens were harmed yeah. in this process. Yeah. So is this like a chicken fried <laughs> shrimp? Rebecca. Yes. Mm-hmm. But Rebecca, have you also had chicken fried chicken, which is its own How is that different delicacy? from fried chicken? Did a chicken fry it? <laughs> just, a delicacy. Just chicken fried chicken. Yes, maybe. We don't know. We don't what ask this question. I've never thought of this before. Well, when people say fried chicken, they mean bone in. When you say chicken fried chicken, that's a boneless piece of chicken. Whoa. Oh my goodness, this is such okay. a weird world. Mm. That's so good. Chelsea, that is clarifying. Thank you. I imagined it was a diner that ran out of chicken fried steak and they were like, well, we have some chicken and so we'll just do chicken <laughs> fried chicken. No, it's people acknowledging that chicken fried steak is delicious and would be just as yeah, good chi- with chicken, but they don't want you to mistake it for like a drumstick that's, or like a, the bucket at KFC with the thighs I, and the wings. I, I think, huh, you know. That's good. Yeah, no one no one wants that confusion. I appreciate you know, clarity. clarity. Can you, is you know explain why the World Series only involves America and Canada? What? That's another <laughs> thing I wonder yeah, that's about. that's true. Well, do you... World, what, the World Series. Do you guys <laughs> call? The are there better baseball teams? <laughs> well, let me ask you this: What do they call chick? What do they call fried chicken in England? Well, we do this crazy thing, and we would call it um, fried chicken. 
Oh, okay. So not battered chicken. You've got battered wow. prawns, but wow. fried chicken. Doesn't battered prawn sounds a little like a victim yeah. in the seafood yes, industry? A prawn that got jumped on its way out of the ocean, <laughs> just exactly. pummeled. Exactly. Man, people prawn. are so glad they're listening to us right now. They're, they're gleaning a so much, chicken. so much yeah. quality. Oh, absolutely. This is what people. This is what people come to the the training the church network of podcasts is is internationally known for having banter that goes on far too long. That's definitely and then Jen cuts it off. A, a part of our show, <laughs> except Elizabeth's show. Starting a place with Elizabeth Woodson. Elizabeth doesn't pull any punches. We're going to jump right into a monologue. I mean, bang. Praise God. We're going right into <laughs> it. Right from no. Jump Street. I mean, I, when Elizabeth sent me the first <laughs> cut of the first starting place with Elizabeth Woodson with a monologue, I was like, you got to keep that monologue because it sounds so awesome. And it makes me feel like I'm actually listening to a podcast where a lot of our podcasts, I feel like start off and we're like, so uh, so did you watch anything funny recently? And then we're like, uh, okay, let's talk about the Trinity for a second. Uh <laughs> That's such a good impersonation of yourself. That's so bizarre. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Elizabeth, how does it feel? You are the newest podcast on the network. Do you feel like if we're a, if we're a network of podcasts, yeah. uh, sister shows, do you feel like the little sister or just the one that like uh, that where you're coming back to it and you're like, no, I don't feel that. I feel like I'm just I, 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 you were waiting for the best to come last, so to speak here. Yeah, you know, I'm going a, I'm to a be on the humble no. side and say I feel like the little sister. I got 12 <laughs> episodes. Uh, and uh, some of y'all have uh, uh-huh, multiples uh-huh. of that. Uh, so I'm just here. Glad to be in the room. You're a model. Our our younger sister yes. is a model to us in, in the place of banter in the life of the podcast. The yes. <laughs> Cut it You're down. So and Elizabeth. My day says, well, when I got to meet Elizabeth in the flesh, was it last hey. year? I think it was last year. I've like followed you from afar and then I met you in the flesh yeah and you were so wonderfully tall I'm like a relatively tall woman so I'm always like I'm always pleased in this yeah so wonderfully tall I appreciate yeah. those words you know, no going together sister. wonderfully tall yeah, that's right that's it that's a good point that's a good point. Well, um, I would be curious when we think about uh, podcasting right now and we think about uh, all of the podcasts that we're making, Does what's the part of the podcast process where you're like, that's the funnest part? And what's the part that's like, that's the least fun part of making podcasts? What's the most fun and what's the least fun with podcast building? I'll say the most fun is having a common, like a consistent touch point with you guys. Adam and Chelsea, who now we're at different churches, but then also the larger team. Um, it's a great excuse to get to see you and to like hang out and to catch up. That's mm-hmm. really fun. That's mm-hmm. sweet. Were you going to say something different, Chelsea? <laughs> I feel like Chelsea's like the least, <laughs> no, Chelsea's like the least fun Chelsea's part like, of podcast. <laughs> it's seeing Cassie. <laughs> I can't get rid of yeah, you. That's not it for me. <laughs> that's so funny. I think all of it's fun. I think it's a good time, but... Adam uh, really sets me up uh, at our house. So he sets up all the equipment and then he brings me water. And so like he really just like pampers wow. me in this. So I can't, I <laughs> she can't doesn't come get to this water most days. This is <laughs> podcast days are days where she's allowed. I'm on podcast days. <laughs> podcast days, the lady may have water. Uh, oh, gosh. I was going to say, Adam, can you come to my house and set mine, mm. mine up? Because that is my least favorite part. Uh, I feel like I always assume setting all this up <laughs> is going to take about 90 seconds or so. And it oh, takes yeah. longer than that. Like, Sometimes I forgot to charge my camera. Brad, Jen, and Kyle know that. Or mm-hmm. like 
Things aren't plugging in right. It's like a five-minute thing, but that five-minute matters because it's like you're trying to plug stuff in, and I don't know. I always get stressed out by it because I take it off. I put it all away, and then I pull it back out anytime we do a podcast, and I hate, I'm not good with technology. I hate that stuff. But I'll, I'll agree with Cassie. Adam, Adam says he, he says he loves it. That's true. But if you start bringing Macy a glass of water, maybe she'll do it for you. Yeah, yeah maybe she'll yeah, do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, uh, but my favorite part is is the is the friendships. I, I folks at our church don't really know that I do this, not because I don't tell them, but just like it's just kind of a different culture here. Wait, you uh, wait, you, do you don't out. wear a knowing faith shirt every Sunday that you preach? I don't have a knowing. Do you have a knowing faith? Yeah, shirt? Yeah, I just have a shirt, and it, and it just says pug. knowing faith podcast on it. I wear it every Sunday that I preach, just so everybody knows. You know, <laughs> I've got the, I've got the back tattoo. Oh, perfect. So, there we go. Uh, oh, but no, I don't. I don't have a shirt. <laughs> Are people seeing that? My uh, no, my favorite my Whoa. favorite part is. Uh, you know, moving away, when I moved away three, it was three years ago this week that I moved. And I was really, I think one of the things I was sad about was losing connection, not just with Jen and Kyle, but all of you guys. And so the fact that we kind of get to continue to dialogue and learn from each other and I get to listen, I'm not on the other podcast, but I get to listen to them and continue to benefit. And that's just so much fun that uh, just to see resources helping people. I'll say this, the, the podcast that most people at my church do know about is the Family Discipleship Podcast. A few weeks ago, I had somebody in our new members class say, hey, have you ever heard of the Family Discipleship Podcast? Uh, it's this great <laughs> podcast. And I was like, I have heard of that. I didn't give anything away, but it's benefiting say, people in our church. That is my <laughs> I mean, no, I, they don't even know that. I'm just a lowly pastor. I'm just a lowly pastor. Uh, no, so it's, it's fun to see resources that I have kind of tangential connection to and that I love supporting and being a part of benefiting people in my church. It's just, it's awesome. Yeah, it is. It is a lot of fun. And I think that one of the things for me that has been most interesting is I feel like this, uh, everyone on here, part of it is that like we kind of went out in search of people whose voices we felt like were a good fit for this network. But one of the things I've always appreciated, I was just telling you guys before we jumped on, is that we, Right now, content creation online, doing podcasting, blogging, social media stuff, it is by and large a cesspit. <laughs> It's just a terrible bog of despair as a general norm. <laughs> and uh, I just love that our shows just really haven't fallen into that pit. And I think that as the more content creation I've done online, the more I've realized that like taking the task seriously without taking yourself seriously is a crucial mm -hmm. part of that. And I think yeah. every, all of our shows are kind of marked by that, which is like, hey, you know, we're going to be talking about um, a really important topic. We want to take it seriously, but we're not taking ourselves too seriously in that process. At least, and, and, and I think- Speaking that, of the cesspit, uh -huh. do you feel like we've avoided some of the pitfalls, Kyle? Uh, some of those yeah, I think pitfalls we, of- We have, pitfalls. yeah, there we go. Um, so familiar. Yeah, I don't know why you'd be bringing that up. Uh, <laughs> trademark, trademark. Yeah, yeah um, yes, the lesser known of the Knowing Faith authors, Kyle Worley. <laughs> uh, a book. I, I do have a few copies on my shelf over here. If anybody would like them, my bookshelf could use copies of that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I've got a copy. Someone sent me a copy. I'll be airing it out at just the right I time. Didn't, I didn't know about this book. Kyle, the other day we were interviewing um, the wonderful Esau Macaulay, and he Kyle denied that he had ever written a book. 
Was he lying? I I Whoa. didn't den- I didn't deny oh, it as much as I did. I deny it because that think would you be. Lied. Like, <laughs> 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 Dang. He said, "Do so you I have any books?" And you said, "No." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. broadcast it. I didn't it. deny it. I just admitted I denied it. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> it's more of a it's more of like a pamphlet yeah. that just oh. one circulates mm-hmm. during a revolution of some yeah. sort. Oh wow! Thank you. <laughs> Common sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Let's 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 move off that book. Or pamphlet, whatever <laughs> essay, um, novella. Uh, you know, hey, I, I will highlight if you go out on Amazon right now, there are three copies. They're left. the ones on his <laughs> shelf. I need, I need you to know, I'm buying it right. Yeah, Kyle's gonna, Kyle's gonna get a notification there, five there, minutes to go to UPS yeah. and ship me a copy yeah, of this book. You'll no, put it in a bubble mail. You'll notice the seller's name is Wrestling Pastor. I wonder who that could be. Just <laughs> me over here. Right, this. <laughs> could I record the audiobook? I don't think anybody's done oh, it yet, and I would man. love the honor. Wow. Just kind of yeah. speed reading it in different yeah, cartoon voices. I could, I could voices. grab a copy and just do speed some readings <laughs> right now for us, you know, but uh, I'll hold off on that. I, I will, I will, I do want to ask okay. Engineer Brad, uh, who's here, and he's gracing us with his presence, and we're thankful for that. Um, uh, Brad, you get to dabble in the behind the scenes of all of these podcasts. What are, who are your favorite people to work with and your least Ooh. favorite people to work with? Oh. <laughs> wow. No, 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 no. I'm not, no, I'm not gonna put you <laughs> yeah. on the spot that way. Which Wait. of us know where he lives? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to know who he has to edit the most. Like, who do you have that to just That is a like, good question. Redact yeah, our a, statements. Yeah, that's a great question. It is JT's breathing into the microphone. (laughs) 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 Oh, he he got so mad at me that I was like far away from it. So I got self-conscious. I was like, I need to be closer to this thing and I've got to be further away. It's the way way that you can notice on this call, yours is one of the only ones that's pointing like straight up. And so when you talk into it, your nose is just over it. And so it's just a lot of breath. But that's because (laughs) if I tilt it this way, it falls. Remember when it fell? I do. Yes, it uh, it almost broke my speakers, but yes, it was. Uh, <laughs> you know what's really funny is about two minutes ago, before Kyle asked this question, I had microphone envy. I'm looking at everybody else's microphone here, and I'm like, I want that microphone. That would eliminate <laughs> all of my microphone problems right now. Let's just get me one of those. Yours looks the same. JT and Jen don't have the dorky headsets that the rest of us have, so I'm wondering about That's that. No. They're not dorky. They're they're great. Honestly, yeah. uh, you guys are all pretty yeah, easy to cool. work with. Um, mm. Some of you are Aww. less technically efficient. Taking notes over here. Some of you are less technically sufficient, but you're always you always have good attitudes. Wow. At least when Thank I you, enter Brad. the space, and so that's always helpful. But I don't know. I think right now, if I had to choose my favorite, it would be Elizabeth. She's been oh, surprised. She oh. it always looks good, always sounds good. So yeah, she does. Yeah. yeah. Way to go, Elizabeth. Producer's pet. Brad, are you saving like a blooper reel? Are you making a blooper reel for, of all our edits? You know, unfortunately, since we're not, we don't do this in person, I don't get as many as the, uh, you know, before the recording starts, there's a lot of conversation that would be really interesting for people to hear, <laughs> but you guys yeah. don't hit record <laughs> until you're ready anymore. And so I don't get as many bloopers, but I do, I have released blooper reels, uh, on the Patreon and it's mainly of Kyle recording ads and he does, a he does a lot of bloopers. So if you're, if you're interested in that, I would head over to Patreon. Oh man. Yeah. I probably shouldn't tell our advertisers, <laughs> but man, I get frustrated recording those ads. Yes, you do. <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah. I, uh, cause I'll, I'll get a perfect read. And then, then like the last 
four to five seconds, I'll blunder something and I'm like, oh man, got to do this thing from the top again. Uh, and then I start all the way over. Um, okay. Favorite episode so far, uh, Elizabeth, for you this season, your first season starting place, which one I, you're not, and we're not going to throw any guests under the bus, but which one are you like, man, that one just <laughs> felt great. Like I love that episode. Just, just remember, I'm sitting right here. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, outside of Jen's episode, I'm, of course. Outside of Jen's episode, I mean, obviously it's Jen. <laughs> yeah. Um, Avi. Yeah. Uh, John Anwuchekwa, his episode on the Psalms and mm-hmm. prayer. First of all, he just is like the master of illustrations. He came He's up really with illustrations on the spot that I was like, you need to take those and put them in a book because somebody's going to take those from you. <laughs> They're really good. <laughs> like, that's what people do. Um, and so he just was, he was extremely pastoral, but so insightful. It was just a really good episode. So that probably is my favorite. If I have to choose one, but I've had fun with all my guests. I love that episode as well. And you're right. It was so rich. Uh, Rebecca, I'd be curious for you this season, if you're in front of Christianity, does one episode stand out for you? That you felt like was like, oh, that was, that was the most fun or the one that was, most significant for you? We interviewed a number of people I really love, like my friend Sarah Irving Stonebreaker, who was not a Christian when I first knew her in Cambridge and now is like such a faithful believer and a history professor. It fills my heart. Um, so it's lovely talking to her. I think they may be talking to Issa Macaulay because he just like preached so hard at us in, a, in the best way. So that was great. Yeah, we're going to drop that one tomorrow as a surprise episode a couple of days before Easter. Uh, so that'll tell the audience when we're recording this. It's going to come out much later than that. But yeah, no, that was my favorite too of our whole season. Uh, was It was incredible. It was so good. So, so good. Don't miss... Don't miss that episode tomorrow, guys. It's coming out. You you, you heard it here first <laughs> for the actual host on the show. Um, JT, what about for you? This, this season of Knowing Faith. You know, I really enjoyed our revisit of complementarianism, brothers and sisters. And the, we, I think that's, it's at least our third, if not our fourth time talking about that broadly. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, I, I've, I'm proud of all of the episodes, but, you know, that's how theology is done is over the course of time, you keep learning, you keep finding ways to articulate meaningful truths and helpful ways. And I felt like that episode was the one where I felt like we really, we hit the nail home on that one in a way that I don't, I, I would have said we did with the other episodes in the past. Again, I was proud of those. But that, that conversation for me, I, I was per, just personally edified by it when we got off the podcast and uh, mm-hmm. have had lots of people reach out and say that they found it helpful as well. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. You, what do you think, Jen? That was a good one. I, I liked that we just framed it up as, hey, we're going to talk about brothers and sisters because I'm, 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 I'm like the term complementarianism is just sort right. of like, bah. Uh, and then, and so it's like, let's just talk about the issue. I love that. But I, I actually, Kyle did the, his whole union with Christ mm-hmm. thing. And I am just mesmerized every time you talk about it, Kyle. And I, and so that's, I always just sit and learn. I feel that way about the Trinity with JT. And that's not the only things that like that, that you guys talk about that make me stop and listen. But, um, those are the moments where I'm like, man, I still have so much to learn. And these guys, this is their sweet spot. So I would say in both of those cases, but this time I would say in this go round, and I feel like we got a lot of feedback on it too. It was Kyle talking about union with Christ. Um, again, just to where I'm like, why did no one tell me about this for years and years? Um, why was I only told about a personal relationship? And and then there's this thing that is so much bigger and more important. So yeah, that's my that's probably my highlight this season. 
We live in a possession and money obsessed culture. But what does the Bible say about generosity? In his new book, A Short Guide to Gospel Generosity, author Nathan Harris shows us that the answer to our obsession with possessions is turning to the gospel, because only in the gospel can we find the type of life transformation that enables us to turn our focus from ourselves and back to others, to give generously, and to follow in the way of Christ. To learn more about the book, visit GuideToGospelGenerosity.com. That's GuideToGospelGenerosity.com. Have you ever wondered what is God's heart towards you? In this noisy world, God's heart beats hard with love and mercy. But how can God share his heart with us when he doesn't have our attention? You're invited to spend 100 days discovering the beautiful, merciful heart of God with Overflowing Mercies, a new devotional by Craig Allen Cooper. The Lord is not ashamed of you or quick-tempered toward your faults. Each one of your weaknesses, faults, frailties, and failures does more to arouse God's love than to stir up His anger. If you could fathom in some small way how warmly God truly feels about you, the faintest grasp of His immeasurable affection would reduce you to tearful wonder and heartfelt gratitude. As God's mercies are new every single morning, overflowing mercies will continue to be a constant well of refreshing comfort, encouragement, and strength. It's perfect for personal quiet times, family and dinner table devotions, and small groups. Let this devotional help you get intentional, stay connected to God, and continue loving others. Order your copy of Overflowing Mercies, 100 Meditations on the Tender Heart of God today at moodypublishers.com or wherever great books are sold. Uh, family discipleship team. Can I tell you my? Can I? Can I tell you my favorite episode of family discipleship this season? Sure. The Caroline Cobb episode. Oh, she's so great. It was so good. Why? Uh, well, that and just like the that the, the, she did the song. I've yeah. always thought, oh, it'd be yeah, so cool awesome. to have somebody like perform a song on one of our podcasts. And when I heard you guys were doing that, I was like, oh man, that's going to be awesome. And it turned out so good and weaved into the episode so well. Like it was really, and kudos engineer yeah. Brad. I know that takes some like finagling yeah. and work, but like, say. honestly, that's an episode that I just felt like was like, it was not only just substantively good, creatively, it was something we had never done before. And I thought it was really cool. Yeah. And Caroline's so great. Yeah. While we're handing out kudos to people like Brad, I should say too, when you guys talk about brotherly and sisterly relationships in theology, I feel like that has been the strong point of this entire podcast family. I know that Elizabeth Mm -hmm. is doing a a different platform where she does it solo, but that doesn't mean she's not part of the same family. But Mm -hmm. what sets the podcast that you guys have put together apart, I believe, as apart from most other podcasts is that it's brothers and sisters. It's not just uh, a married couple, although Chelsea and I are married to one another. It's it's men and women working together mm-hmm. to speak through theology. I would say, though, that my favorite episode of Family Discipleship is also not quite out yet, but it'll probably be out by the time this drops. We just interviewed uh, Zach Eswine just oh. about he'd oh. gone through his divorce, uh, he's remarriage. He's got a kid who's 28, a kid now who's four. And he's talking about um, the years that his oldest son or one of his sons rejected the Lord and ran from the Lord. And listening to his story of his just genuine heart for Christ as he parented through literally different seasons and now in the last four years has started over again with almost mm-hmm. a new generation to start over. It's really mm-hmm. beautiful. And that was really powerful for me. Chelsea, mm-hmm. Cassie, anything stick out to you guys? Yeah, I was I was so ministered to by Zach S. Wine in, in that moment that I was like, well, 
and I didn't want to fight that. I was like, I'll, I'll sit here and feel this more than being able to think of what mm-hmm. to even say next, you know? And so I could barely get through my questions for him because I just, I wanted to just sit there and like soak up what he was saying and being in his presence was really special. It's fine to do stuff over um, like an online platform, but just being there with him and just feeling his, um, just how genuine he was mm-hmm. and his love for the Lord um, and how deep his faith was, was uh, super encouraging. But yeah, I've had fun on, it was super fun having Caroline sing that song yeah, in our, mm-hmm. in our living room. I thought about it while it was happening. I was like, we've never really had like someone perform like this mm-hmm. at our house. And so that was really sweet. I, I really appreciate the education episode, the opportunity to get mm-hmm. to do, to record that uh, as a resource for families. I know we'll be, very helpful for like parents in our church and parents hopefully in Dallas, but even beyond that, because education is so important and it wasn't just chock full of like our opinions, but hopefully like helpful, helpful like steps for considering education and and what you're going to do. And also just helping like shepherding them through the anxiety of making that decision. Uh, And then the sissy, Mm -hmm. the sissy goth episode, which will launch mother's day weekend. Mother's Mother's day Day week. Um, It landed me in counseling. So, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so there's that, <laughs> you know, that's how yeah, you yeah, exactly. Well, it's just, we were talking about, we were, I forget. I'm talking about an anxious presence and Eric and I had this whole conversation about like, if we had to guess which one of us were the anxious, pre- anxious presence, we would say Eric, but I'm the one who like cries when I burn breakfast. And then I see how my daughter mm. responds when she makes a mistake. And I'm like, Oh, she's learning that from mm. me. So maybe I'm, the anxious presence, which was like, okay, well, it's time to open some mail that's been stacking up in my heart, you know? Mm. So mm. I went to the letter opener counselor. She's going to mm. help me sort the mail. There you go. That's a good analogy. I've never heard that before, <laughs> but I'm going to... I like that extended yeah. analogy. Yeah, keep like, going. Going. Let's, yeah let's keep riffing on that. Keep, yeah. yeah, keep oh, talking raise about your like hand when, if you've got a pile of mail sitting somewhere in your house that needs to be uh, opened. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I don't know... Uh, <laughs> Adam no. Griffin would never let that happen. <laughs> oh, you guys, well, no, I no, and, and and my rule of thumb with bills that I get is I wait until I get it through the third time. I, like if I see, if I see <laughs> what the, are you talking about? Oh. You know what? He's he is scarred by our That's collection with, notices, um, with, no. with, with <laughs> self pay. Oh, yeah. Remember how oh. you developed that love yeah. for fighting when we were oh, self-pay? Yeah. yeah, you're referencing the time of the village on our healthcare policy. Yes, the uh, audience yes. might not know. Yes, but. where we we we, we all yeah. went cash pay, and Kyle loved to oh, fight yeah. with with the financial 100%. collector people. My, my, if it's a medical bill, I'm like, you're not hearing you're not hearing from me until you're ready to go to war. Are you ready? Are you ready? Because I I'm prepared to bleed for this, and you will bleed. Uh, so hey, that's crazy. So as a as a healthcare worker. I'd like you to know you're part of the problem. <laughs> I feel like the analogy took a turn. I, I uh, go through our family's mail and I pick out the fun stuff, like oh, birthday cards, invitations, letters, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then I leave, like in the mailbox, I leave all the boring bills and things for my husband. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. He loves That's it. Amazing. You won't even take yeah. them out of the mailbox and bring them in the no, house. Why would I do that? <laughs> I I'm love not interested that. in that stuff. I love that. Has um we we've had uh our the Knowing Faith team has talked a lot just about like the kind of encouraging experiences that we've had when we meet people 
kind of out in the wild, so to speak, out in public that are, uh, that appreciate the show or have something encouraging, or they feel like the Lord's used the show, uh, that we host in some meaningful way. Um, have you ever had any like strange experiences, uh, with people recognizing you from the podcast or people being like, Oh, you talked about this on the show and I disagree. Anybody have any like, Oh, that was, you don't have to name the person, uh, give specifics where they would know that you're talking about them. But, uh, any, any, any unique experiences with people who've listened to the show that have come up to you? I don't like to talk about the fact that we have a podcast. I feel like, I don't know. It feels weird. So anytime somebody yeah. brings up, uh, you know, their podcast or they want to ask, you know, everybody has a podcast now. So people would just ask like, Oh, are you on a podcast? That feels very strange mm-hmm. to me. But uh, the fact that everybody's out there, what really feels strange is if somebody feels like there's some association of celebrity with yeah. being on a podcast. That feels so <laughs> weird to me. So with somebody, like more than once, somebody has come up to me and said, oh, I didn't know you were like a podcaster. Oh, it, it's me. Like, well, yeah, everyone is. Like, ask your grandma. She's got one. Yeah. <laughs> Podcasting is like the new MySpace. Like literally any, anyone can do it and have one. My brother has a podcast about Tottenham Hotspurs. It's called Stateside Spurs. I don't know if anyone listens to it, but they just talk about they just talk about soccer. I'm just saying, you're right. Anyone can have one. Is he paying you for this endorsement? I don't even know if it's on the podcast, but I don't know where to find it. Sure. So I don't I don't pay attention to soccer though. So maybe that's got it. Hey, if if some of y'all could have a pod, uh, I want to know if people here had a podcast about something like non-spiritual, just something else you really like to talk mm. about. What a great what question. No, I mean, I've got, yeah. I, Kyle would do WrestleMania. Yeah, that's true. I've always wanted JT to start a cooking <laughs> podcast called Deep Dish Discipleship. I thought it would be <laughs> awesome. Just like do some tie-ins with the book. <laughs> then do some pizza. I just got an idea. That <laughs> work. Uh, I like that. I like that. Uh, yeah. I mean, no, that's a good question, Chelsea. I, I have endless podcast ideas. I wake up every morning with a he new does. podcast. I, I bet. Every single day. I'm like, oh yeah, man, that'd be a fun podcast. It. That'd be a fun podcast. A- Adam, you know what mine would be, what right? Is it? What is it? We don't know. Oh, secrets from the OBGYNs? <laughs> oh, OBGY not? No, uh, not that. Uh, no, I was thinking of... No, I did. You're right. I did want to have a podcast where I shared wild stories of things that happen at work, but I was going to pretend they were all written in. Like this is this is a story from, you know, someone, but mm-hmm. still people in Dallas would know I was talking about them. But no, I would, if I had the energy, <laughs> I would love to do a podcast about fast food and soda um, and just mm. really just go off, you mm. know? I love that. Yeah, love be that. Great do you have a Do you have a favorite fast food establishment? I'd say I'm pretty I'm pretty loyal to Pizza Hut, but um, but a beef wow. there is that That's not they. Oh really? <laughs> no. Are they still open? Because of me, they are. Oh, oh man. That was not. It's just the one right by their house. That's the only one left. And, my, and the way I sorted the list, Pizza Hut would have been just above Long John Silver's and your potential responses. That, that cool. Speaking of battered prawns. That, is, that where, is that where Rebecca got her prawns? Yeah. That's Kyle, that comment, yeah. I can tell, just comes from an uninformed position. And if you knew everything that Pizza Hut had to offer, you'd be all over it. Their main, but their main flaw is that they um, they serve Pepsi products. You can get a Dr Pepper there, but you cannot get a Coca Cola Classic there. Okay. Oh man, I prefer I prefer Pepsi to. Coke. So Kyle, do you remember when you and I had a podcast idea and we kind of floated it around, and then it turned out that somebody else had already done it? And it was an excellent I don't podcast. Remember this. 
Do you no. remember what was we it talking about, about mo- movies? Okay. Or you something? wanted us to do a twenty-four that's, episode. That's my pot. Yes. Yeah, he wanted us to do a twenty-four episode arc about twenty-four, and then I said, "Man, let's do a whole oh, thing no. where we like rewatch yeah. old shows and see if they still stand up." And then there's an incredible podcast called The Rewatchables yeah, where they basically true. have stars on and directors <laughs> on, and they do great work. So I was like, "Oh, it was, it was a, a great, great idea. idea," and uh, we are yeah, the wrong uh, people to do it. <laughs> turns out, but you, you really just undersold my twenty-four and twenty-four podcast, and I need I, I want the audience to hear this clearly. Yes, Did the I? idea is you would me and a friend or me and a rotating group of other co-hosts would watch all twenty-four episodes of a season of twenty-four in twenty-four consecutive hours live, and we would record. And and the further the further you get into a season of twenty four, the more like crazy it becomes and more irrational. And the commentary would mirror mirror that by pure exhaustion. And it would be this. How it's would a they very know, meta. How would they? How would they tell? How would they tell? Oh, just because you know, I'd be like getting more and more frenetic, you know, and I'd be like more and more frenzied. I, I asked my question There's again. There's more. <laughs> There's more. Okay, I see what you were doing there, Rebecca. You got me. You got Rebecca. If you had a, if you had to launch yeah. a non-Christian, well, that sounds bad. Like a not spiritually based podcast, <laughs> uh, what would it, what would it be about? I would so happily do a Lord of the Rings podcast. Oh, my husband would listen to that. (laughs) Yeah, I just, I'm such a little. What would you call it? I love it. (sighs) Why didn't they cast me as Eowyn? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um, I don't know what I call it. But How about it Lord be... of the Rings through the eyes of women? You could talk about both characters. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Oh, 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 oh yeah. love it. Yes, it's, one day. It's, it's funny because yeah. it's true. One pod to rule them all. So good. That w- oh, uh, that's. There it is. I was going to say it, but you spared me. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm going to think about this a lot now. Mm -hmm. Um, Elizabeth, if you had to launch a (laughs) non-spiritual podcast about anything, uh, what would it be? I kind of don't know. I mean, I think, um, I was trying to think while y'all were talking. Uh, It might be on just music. And so just a podcast Mm -hmm. on like hip hop music and just listening with, with my friends and just why a song like nostalgic stuff. So like songs from the nineties and like why this was really meaningful to us and that kind of stuff. So just, yeah, that would be a good one. That'd be a good one. Cassie, I'm just assuming it's food. Oh, I was going to say like traveling with kids. Oh yeah. Okay. You've done that a lot. Hmm. And on a budget. That's good. Traveling with kids on a budget. That's, that's a long title for a podcast though. Perfect. Uh, well, guys, uh, let's do this. Let's wrap it up this way. What's one thing that you feel like you've learned in being a part of this podcast network? Like what's one thing, like either on your show or in collaboration with other shows, what's one thing that you feel like you've learned just being somebody who's creating content um, that's kind of all with it, like from the Christian perspective, but like none of our shows are the same. We have different focuses and goals. So like, what has that been like either from your own show or just from creating content digitally for Christians at this kind of moment in the life of the global West or from this network more broadly? I think what I've I've really enjoyed about um, our episodes on FDP is I, I wouldn't have doubt, doubted that lots of people are doing great things, but it has been really sweet and really encouraging to me to get to talk with different people from different different uh, sectors or industries, whatever, if they're in ministry or people who are counselors, musicians, whatever, and just hear about the things that they are doing with their family or hear about just the ways that they're advancing the kingdom of God through the work they're doing. And so we've just gotten to sit down with so many people doing 
just really special work that is impacting somebody and maybe not everybody, but everybody has a gift or a role in the kingdom of God. And it has just been super encouraging to my heart to sit down with people and hear what they're up to. Love it. I'm going to piggyback that and say that I've just grown in so much respect for the Griffins. And a lot of what I've learned through Family Discipleship Podcast is from them. And getting a window into their home has just been such a gift for me in parenting and in ministry. And while we worked together for years, we didn't sit and talk like specifically about how we were discipling our kids. And our kids were still really young. And so now to get that window into their home and to learn from them has been really cool. Yeah. And I, I just uh, jump in on there and brag on my friend a little bit. Everybody has heard me talk at length about my dad, the influence he's had on me. And that's indisputable. My father is the most formative influence on me outside of the Lord and particularly how I think about parenting. But I would say the second most influential person on me when it comes to fatherhood has been watching Adam Griffin's life full stop, mm-hmm. watching Adam yeah. love and care mm-hmm. and disciple exactly. those kids. That is, like I worked for Adam. I saw how he handled his kid, how he shepherded his kids up close and personal. And then I was Adam's friend. I've seen it at his home. I've seen it at church. Mm-hmm. And so I can speak to that. I mean, yes, as a unit for Adam and Chelsea, but I love listening to family discipleship because I know that all three of you are actually doing the things you're talking about because I've seen it over years. And I like I, I think that's such a a lot of times when you're thinking like, man, is this person just giving me good advice that's like not road tested? But like that is not the case with the three of you. It is very road tested. And uh, I learn a ton because I know that your lives back it up in terms of credibility. Thanks. That's kind. Hmm. That's very kind. I, I want to say real quick, uh, one, to, just to tie the knot on, on our podcast and talk about other ones. I, I love getting to do ministry alongside my wife. There's not a lot of ways as a pastor in our stream where we're not hmm. co-pastoring the church in our stream, you know, but we are uh, ministering alongside each other and getting to do that together is really sweet. Uh, one of the things I've loved is people will send me episodes of y'all's podcasts and say, what do you think about this? Or when they said this, is that where our church lands? Or uh, let's take an example, like when Knowing Faith did the episode on mm-hmm. various beliefs on communion. And you guys did a great episode on that a few seasons ago. Well, just recently, somebody sent that one to me and said, hey, where are we? on this like spectrum of beliefs. And I think Mason was on that episode with you guys. And you guys do such a good job of not only making it succinct, but making it accessible in in what is a deep theological truth. And so I learn a lot from going back. It's almost like instead of reading a whole book, I can listen to an episode and be caught up on where our people are thinking and feeling and be led by you guys who are really expert theologians. But that's true about each podcast represented in this uh, recording. It's cool. Rebecca, what do you think, sis? Gosh, I'm definitely not a perfectionist. I'm a sort of done as better than perfect kind of girl. But I think Kyle, working with, I realize it's going to come out a little bit wrong, which isn't how I mean it. <laughs> you have, uh, you've made the case a number of times to me that things that sort of feel like, oh, well, that came out wrong or, wow, that whole episode, I feel like we didn't, you know, there's so much more that could be said or it could have been said so much better that that, that actually still it could be valuable. And then hearing that from, you know, individuals who who I know who've, who've listened to even that, you know, particular episodes, which I thought, gosh, you know, should we not have scratched that mm-hmm. one? Um, you and I chit-chatting about something and, and me feeling like I was, you know, not on my best day by any stretch and everything, you know. And, and I think, so I think you're, what, one of the things I, I've learned is that sometimes just even, 
talking through some of the, the basic features of a of an issue can be genuinely helpful to yeah. people. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, trying to, I'm still trying to learn to not not be overly uh, responsive to the piece of me that says, well, that just, you know, that wasn't good yeah. enough. Um, so yeah, I think that's been, mm-hmm. that's been part of the learning process. Yeah. That in some ways, the medium of the podcast is such that actually people aren't expecting perfect. Yeah. They're expecting helpful. And if we can deliver helpful, then that's, that's right. helpful. JT, Jen. <laughs> that's good. Mm-hmm. I like that all of these podcasts, um, and including the one that we'll be adding in the fall, they're doing something mm-hmm. constructive. Mm. Like I think mm-hmm. about my mom when I was little, you know, and you'd, she'd be like, I'm bored. And she'd say, well, go do something constructive. And I'm like, mom, I did it. I'm doing some <laughs> constructive things. Like uh, we're building, we're building That's towards right. something. We're not just tearing things yeah. down or um, debriefing. We're, we're building towards something. And I love that. I, I want to get time really to good. that. That's really good. Uh, I wish I would have gone first. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, I like looking at this screen is like, and, and seeing all of your faces and kind of how God has like intertwined our stories. Some of those in like deep ways, some of those like Rebecca kind of coming along, speaking at churches, but like Adam and I have been in like meetings together for years when we worked at a church together. And Cassie and I, like on on this call is like, we. I hope this comes out the right way. We are just very average, regular people who just worked Mm -hmm. at a church together or God has overlapped our ministries in some ways. And what I'm blown away by as I listen to starting place with Elizabeth, like I remember interviewing Elizabeth at Starbucks and like, but now (laughs) seeing the wisdom that comes out of our sister or, I mean like, and I would say that about each of us of like, we are just very average, regular Christians trying to minister the gospel, making decisions about what time should a church service be, or what are we going to do in kids' ministry, or just kind of the normal mundaneness of life, but how God has just, he gives his church wisdom. And that's not just true of the people on this call, that's true of everybody listening to this call. If you've been given the Holy Spirit, maybe tagging on what Jen said, you now have the ability to construct and use your gifts in ways that benefit and edify the church that you're a part of, the ministry that you're a part of. And so just looking at this, I just think like, man, we've done a lot of mundane things together and now get to be a part of what God's building is just a, a sweet thing. And I'm so, so That's proud cool. of each of you. I love that. Elizabeth, wrap us up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. And I think I would tag on the back of what JT said in just a group of ordinary people who love the Lord, who are sharing from the overflow of their mm-hmm. faith. And so my podcast is a little different that I interview someone new every week. And we ask technical questions on the front end, but I really do want to see how is you as an ordinary person, are you just loving and following the Lord? And that people, every week we talk about the gospel and every week the guest talks about how the gospel is true through their individual own perspective as we see aligned with the truth of scripture. And that's just really encouraging and really fresh um, that it's not something, it doesn't have to be this, this fantastical thing every week, but just ordinary people who love the Lord and showing our listeners that that's the same boat that they're in too. And they were kind of journeying mm-hmm. together. And that's just been really fun for me to see and be rejuvenated in my faith every week, just by hearing other people share about their own. I love that. I'm going to put him on the spot one last time. Engineer Brad, what do you, what do you feel like you've learned helping? I mean, you've probably, nobody has listened to as many training. You've listened to every training the church <laughs> podcast that has ever come out. That's probably not true of any one of the rest of us. What, what have you kind of learned in this process? Yeah. I mean, I think what I, I, I would echo everything you guys have said, but I, I love each of you guys. I love working with you guys. And then I, I actually love being your friend. And so uh, what I, what I love to see, what's been really helpful for me is, 
you guys are not only reachable, you know, I can call or text or email any of you guys and you'll get back to me relatively quick. <laughs> uh, but you're the same people on this show as you are off the show. And so, yeah, it's just really helpful that you, you know, kind of like what you're saying, JT, like you guys are just normal people. And as someone who's kind of like a behind the scenes, you know, was in the production world for a long time. And now I'm doing this full-time podcasting thing. That's a, uh, a super encouraging thing. To, there's not a lot of people that are approachable, that are kind of just feel like normal people that are also on a stage from time to time and, you know, have an impact the size that you guys do. So, yeah, I love just kind of being a part of the work that you're doing. And even if that's just, you know, taking out breaths and shortening pauses and editing <laughs> from time to time, I'm just happy to be on the team. I love working with you guys. Well, Brad, we love working with you. Honestly, let me just puff up Brad real quick. He's always behind the scenes. This None of our ships would sail without engineer Brad. Uh, and Brad actually just launched a company called The Good Podcast Company, and you should go check it out with people that we trust doing good work over there. Brad has not asked me to endorse that or promote that at all, but Brad has only done excellent work for us. And so if you're somebody in the podcast space and you want to go check out what they're doing, you should go check it out because Brad and his team are really great to work with, and you should go give them a look, especially if you want to make my podcast. Train the Church in the last month, guys, had over 380,000 downloads, the podcast on our network. Um, that's incredible. Wow. That's the last wow. 30 days. Uh, so it's incredible to see what started as one podcast from one church is now multiple podcasts across multiple churches, uh, across different States, reaching an audience that we didn't anticipate to reach. And the goal is not that number. The goal was, has never been how many thousands of downloads can we get? How many people can we get? It was to have a meaningful impact, but that number is a depiction of the quality of the work that you guys have done and the excellence of that. And just the fun that we're having and getting to do it together. And so, I hope, listen, if you're a listener to one of our shows, I just want you to hear, we're grateful for you. We're grateful that you act in the comment section with civility and charity. We hope that we're modeling that on the shows that we're hosting. That's our, we just want to name it again. That's our expectation of our audience. The rest of the internet's audience can behave however they mm -hmm. want, but we expect our audience to behave with curiosity, charity, <laughs> conviction, and civility. And we're going to keep that going even if every other ship in this little sea burns down. We're going to be, we're going to be the last one. That was dark. It was. Yeah. <laughs> this is my Braveheart speech. <laughs> We're going to be the last little house of charity, civility, conviction, wow. and curiosity. If every one of them is gone, we're going to be those people. Maybe not. Maybe there'll be a whole fleet, I hope Kyle. they will be. May you know, our tribe increase. Let's, just, let's believe let's it. Let's believe it. Let's say it yeah. in the name let's of the Lord. Let's believe it. Let's, hey, everybody, yeah. thanks for jumping on. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having us. Bye, everybody. Love you, buddy. All right. If you want to find Knowing Faith, Starting Place, Confronting Christianity, or Family Discipleship, you can find us online. Specifically on Instagram would be a good place to go check us out. In the fall, we are launching our fifth show, which is Tiny Theologians with Amy Gannett. We're super excited. You should go check out tinytheologians.com and the work they've already been doing over there. And the show is going to be so unique and creative. You are not going to want to miss it. I promise you. Uh, it is a podcast that is aimed at teaching the deep truths of God to the minds of young kiddos. And I listened to the pilot episode and it is 
awesome. So do not miss it out. You can leave any of our podcasts to review. Drop a question in your review on Apple Podcasts, and we'd be happy to consider it for future episodes or explore it in one of our regular season episodes. If you want to find out more about how we make these podcasts or just support that work, you can go to trainingthechurch.com slash support. Uh, and that helps us continue to create what we think are meaningful things for meaningful conversations. We hope you enjoyed the conversation, the discussion, grace, and peace.